blessed morning to everyone, both on-site and those worshiping with us online. If you want a copy of today's program, you can scan the QR code on the screen and also for the lyrics of the song later. This is the second week of our Missions Festival Month. This is the second week of our Missions Festival Month. To begin, uh, let me share with you Psalm 96. The psalmist declares, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all. Let us prepare our hearts to worship God this morning. Good morning, NMEC. Hello, wow. Good morning. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so as we continue our missions month, let us remember that no matter where we are, we will always say yes to the Lord. So can we hear that? Say yes, Lord. Yes, yes Lord. With conviction, yes, Lord. Yes, yes Lord. Lord. So when we are in pain, what do we say? Yes, Lord. When we are celebrating, what do we say? Yes, Lord. When we're just having a regular old day, what do we say? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. We say yes to our Lord no matter where we are, no matter what we do. He's the Alpha, the Omega, our Savior. So come, let us celebrate Him as we sing songs of praise. Let's all rise.
so we give you all of the glory from all of the earth from the east to the west may we all may all the earth praise you may we all sing of your name father because you alone deserve all the praise and honor we magnify you and we sing for you may this next song be an offering to our god saying how great is he
Right now, can we declare in our own way how great God is? Father, we cannot even begin to comprehend your greatness. Age to age you stand, mighty in power, author of wisdom, better than life, the Godhead three in one. You are the self-existing, the eternal, the self-sufficient, the unchanging, the immeasurable creator of all things who has chosen to reveal yourself to us so that we could come into a personal relationship with you. A king clothed in majesty and splendor, yet you humbled yourself and came to our world, trading your crown for a cross. You counted your status as nothing the King of Kings coming to serve and wash a servant's feet. You loved us so much, you traded your life for ours so that we can trade our sorrows for your joy, that we can trade our shame for your righteousness, that we can trade our sickness for your healing, that we can trade our fears for your peace that we can trade our grief for your hope. Father, you can see the hearts of people, and there are many who are hurting right now, who are going through difficult circumstances in their life. Would you be the one to minister to their hearts and souls this morning? As we are pressed may we not be crushed. As we are persecuted, may we not be abandoned. As we are struck down, may we not be destroyed. Help us to hold on to you as we go through the furnace that refines us. May we come out more and more like you. Father, your desire is that all people will be saved. And you have given us the privilege to join you in this mission. Forgive us as a church that even though we have been blessed with so much, that we don't always fulfill our part in the Great Commission. May you renew the missionary seal in each one of us and as a church. May our love for you be the heartbeat of our missions. Make us witnesses to your goodness and your grace, so that your glory and your name may be lifted up in all the earth as a salvation for all people. Make us a lighthouse that we may shine for you wherever we are, that all the world will see and will declare how great our God is. We pray for missionary partners mission agencies, parachurch organizations, working in various mission fields, especially those that are difficult to penetrate. We pray for your provision, for your protection, for your grace and your wisdom upon them. Sustain, inspire, provide for, and enlighten your servants who bring the, your good news to those who have never heard. Break the grounds for them 
that God will lead His people past barriers to hearts that are ready and receptive to receive your word. We pray for the leading of the Holy Spirit to recognize open-door opportunities and partnerships. Help us to join hands to finish the work that you have entrusted us. Raise up more harvest workers who will follow you to the ends of the earth. We look forward to that fruitful harvest that is coming for the greatest revival that is coming to the history of the church. The sins of your servants are many. I humbly submit myself, for without you, I can say nothing that can minister to people's lives. May your Holy Spirit be the one to speak to us this morning. May the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be pleasing before you. We pray this in the name of our Redeemer, the name above every name, Jesus Christ, and all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Okay, let's appreciate our worship team and our worship band. Thank you, Hannah, Jerick, and Don, Hansen, Collins, Samantha, and Adrian. Thank you. Okay, it's been a while since I partnered with Yendiong Ya, uh, but I appreciate him uh, since he, is, he together with uh, Kim Sui Hya and Phoebe Tuanto, they've been training up a new generation of interpreters. So may we give him, give them a round of applause. <laughs> Okay. I often wondered, I often asked myself, what if God has placed our church in a different time, in a different place? How? How would we respond? If God had placed our church in Nazi Germany during the Second World War, where many churches did not even take a stand against Adolf Hitler, but just stood by in silence as six million Jews are killed, I wonder if we would have done the same. If God had placed our church in Cambodia during the 1970s, where three million people were killed by the brutal Khmer Rouge's regime, subjected to torture and all kinds of atrocities. I wonder what our church would have done. Cambodia, 
Those are hypothetical questions, good for group discussions and case studies. But my next question is no longer hypothetical. Because God did not place us in the 1940s in Germany, nor did He place us in the 1970s in Cambodia, but He did place us here, right now, in this generation. And someday, your children, your grandchildren, or probably your great-grandchildren would look back on this era. And if you are still alive, they might ask you this question. And this is their question. Grandma, Grandpa, you were alive during a time in which two billion people are desperately poor and a billion people went to bed hungry every single night and 24,000 people including 10,000 children, died every day of preventable diseases. What did you and your church do? That's no longer a hypothetical question, isn't it? Because that is reality to us. The challenge that we face today as a church in this generation. It is a great irony that we live in such abundance and such affluence that just across the street, there are so many who are so living on so little. How can NMEC be an instrument of compassion? How can our church be a blessing to the world that we live in? Over the years, we've come to realize that a single person or a single organization by itself would not be able to accomplish the Great Commission by itself. The task is simply too overwhelming for us to finish. 
这个责任是非常的重大，咱无法通去完成。But right before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave his disciples the secret how to finish the task, how to accomplish the task. 总是耶稣基督未啊上天以前呢，伊加伊个门徒啊来讲说，要怎啊完成这个大使命的秘密。This can be found in John chapter 17, verses 22 to 23. Can we read together? That they may be one, as we are one, in them, I in them, and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. For in happy we eat, chin chun dan happy we eat. 我伫因的内面，你伫我的内面，和因完完全全合而为一，和世间人知影你切了我来，并且知影你听因，亲像听我一样。Yes, we are commanded to go through the Great Commission, but we are also told to go together through the Great Collaboration. 大使命呢是催促咱说要去，总是伊也伫啊。叫咱着甲其他诶人三甲去，这就是一个所谓诶大配合，还是大合作。We need to come together as a people. We need to come together as a team, as partners, as a network made up of people of special and unique gifts and calling to equip and mobilize all of God's people for missions. 咱着以团队。啊，是下判、同判、网络的啊身份聚集的一个所在。咱个人有咱特殊的文书甲步调，咱就三甲去装备，甲动员、动员上帝的子民出去宣告。To finish the Great Commission, we got to partner with each other, who share the same burden and who really know how to do it. With the expertise and the organization to to do so, we to be 完成大使命，咱必须甲其他有专长的人啊，是组织合作起来，分享共同的负担甲意向。I'm glad we have found what I think is the most effective, the most strategic Christian relief organization helping the ultra poor communities in Visayas and Mindanao. 我真欢喜，我找到咧帮咱南都跩啊极其双向的人啊，做得友好，做有策略诶啊，组织。That's the reason we have collaborated with international care ministries。所以为着这个原因，咱甲这个国际关怀宣告事工配合。This morning they will be represented by one of their partners. A couple that's very successful in the mission field. In Kinzaki, ni si yutui ine ah kote hepoan huhu ni lai samka zuwe inbe hunyong ine kangzo inange di ine hangyap lai bin si kaki shengong. They are successful business people. Now you may wonder, how does business relate with mission? 因是真成功的生意人，欠债你咧奇怪些，生意甲宣告到底有啥物关系 
I want you to understand this. Our primary calling here on earth as Christ's followers is to live as his disciples. This is the same for all of us, for all believers. Our primary calling is the same for all of us. And part of that primary calling is to share Jesus Christ with others. Now, our secondary calling is a call to what we do. And this may be different for each believer. Some are called to be a teacher, some are called to be a lawyer, some are called to be a doctor, some are called to be a businessman, some are called to be a pastor, just like me. That's our secondary calling. Secondary callings matter, but it is your primary calling that matters the most. Let me illustrate. What is the primary job, the primary calling of a firefighter? What is the primary job of a firefighter? Okay. <laughs> to put out fires, right? But there are times when a firefighter may not be fighting fires and is called to do other tasks like washing the fire truck or cleaning the fire station or monitoring from the base. But his primary job remains the same. He may have other different secondary jobs, but his primary job to put out fire remains the same. <laughs> In the same way, our primary calling as Christ's followers is to live for Him and to share Him with others. Some of us may be called to do business. Others may be called to be an employee or to be a professional. But whether you are a businessman or a professional or you are an employee, remember that you are there in order to advance your primary calling. It is just a means 
to fulfill your primary calling from God. Let me share with you a story. There's a group of Christians during the Dark Ages, that's about a thousand years ago, they never forgot their primary calling. They were known as the Waldensians, meaning the people of the valley. To escape persecution from the Roman armies, they would live high up in the Alps, in the caves. Life was not easy living in caves during winter, but they treasure God more than they treasure their earthly homes. They didn't have a beautiful church structure like ours. To avoid drawing the attention of the Roman army, they would worship in caves week after week. They established training schools where they would teach their children and young people how to study the Bible and how to share the Word of God as missionaries. Together, the entire family would copy the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. They would copy and by copying, they would commit large parts of the scripture to memory. After training, these young people will be sent out to the universities all across Europe, not for the sole purpose of obtaining education, because whether they studied as a doctor or as a lawyer, their main purpose of going there was to be an undercover missionary. They would take the Bible with them and they would share God's word with their classmates, with their friends. Not only the young people, the adults, they would go out as workers, as artisans, as craftsmen. They would travel to different parts of Europe to share the gospel. 
唔是只那跩青年人，还是学生，就是跩工人，还是旅行的商人，还是跩师傅呢？因去到澳洲真侪所在来分享福音。At that time, it was illegal to have a copy of Bible. 伫个时阵，你啊带圣经出去是犯法的。So what they would do is that they would take their coat and they would put inside. In between the two seams of the coat, and they would insert parts of the scripture. Ah, in be just a thousand years ago, in you ah, just in the glass, ah, can you see? Oh, that just three times the scripture can sweat in the middle. Thousand years ago, and they would travel with those very few pages of scriptures, and whenever and wherever they would find the opportunity to share, they would take out. The Bible from the stitches of their coat, and they would share God's word to whoever they come across. When in occasion, when you hear the message, you just take this few pages of the Bible and take it out to people to share the word. The traders would be sharing Jesus as they buy and sell. So, in the auction, when they are selling and buying. Lawyers will be sharing Jesus Christ to their clients. So, in the school, they are going to be sharing Jesus Christ to their clients. So, in the school, they are going to be sharing Jesus Christ to their clients. So, in the school, they are going to be sharing Jesus Christ to their clients. This is a beautiful example of how to live out your primary calling as Jesus' disciples, wherever you are, whatever your secondary calling is. This is a beautiful example of how to live out your primary calling. And our guests for today are doing the same. They are using their business to share Christ's love and to minister to the needy. They are valuable partners of ICM in making a difference. In the lives of the ultra poor in the Philippines. In the Let me introduce them to you. He discovered the joy of being an entrepreneur at the age of 12 when he started selling bread. In his family's apartel business, later on he discovered his God-given talent for creating brands. In 1999, together with two other partners, he co-founded the Yellow Cab Pizza Company. Anyone who has eaten at Yellow Cab, I believe everyone, <laughs> a brand that had grown to 80 stores in the Philippines, with several more in the U.S., Malaysia. And in the Middle East, having sold Yellow Cab, he is now focused on redefining and elevating Philippine hospitality 
through the Henry Hotels and Resorts. Currently, they have five properties around the country with three more under development. He's now on a journey to dedicate his life to serving the Lord in all aspects of his life. While his partner, his lifetime partner, his better half, is a financial consultant and the manager of one of the top 10 branches of Sun Life Philippines. Together, they have been married for 24 years and have three children together, Justin, Sasha, and Ethan, who are all with us today. It is my privilege to introduce to you Brother Hanky and Sister Christine Lee. Let us give a warm and make welcome to the entire Lee family. Can you stand to be recognized? Thank you for joining us today. Good morning, NMEC. It's such a blessing to, to be here. Uh, and thank you for the warm welcome. If you don't mind, if you don't mind, I invited my whole family here because it's, uh, you know, this journey of ours during the pandemic is really about the family. You know, I, I was about to lose it all um, during the pandemic, lose everything. My my hotels, the properties that we have, have uh, had zero or little business. Uh, I was dipping into my savings to just keep my people and pay payroll. And there was full, just, I'm sure you would resonate that there was full of worry, fear, anxiety. I was thinking of closing the company and accepting failure for the very first time. There were also challenges in our marriage. Um, even though during the past two years, Chris and I um, were together physically, but we were not present with each other. We were distant and actually and we were disconnected. Like we were immersed in in our phones and in our work. My relationship with my children was also severely lacking. 
Um, I didn't spend enough time with them and actually prioritized other non-family things above them. The, the past two years has really driven me to the lowest of my lows, my deepest valley in my, my whole life, right? And from thinking I was in control to losing control to realizing I was never in control, right? And when you have everything stripped away from you, where do you turn? I had nowhere else to go and no one else to turn to. And that's where I cried out to God. And that's where I realized His amazing love for me. I realized that He's been journeying with me all along. I realized that He continued to work in my life. I realized that I never even looked for Him until that time. That's when the time I, I felt his warm embrace through a lot of things, through, through, the, through his word, which I just started really reading, through godly mentors, through people that he has sent my way, a like-minded faith community that has surrounding me, the support actually of my wife and my kids at, at that point in time. And, and most of all, it's the realization that, wow, it's a sacrifice of His Son, Jesus Christ, for me. It's impacted my life and 
has transformed me and continues to transform me. Not only filling my heart to the brim, but to overflowing. It's taken a pandemic for me to realize his amazing love. What a gift. What a gift. Praise God that our marriage is on the right path. Um, we are reconnecting and communicating. Our family, you know, every night for the, for the past two years, actually, we have a family devotion. And that's the time we reconnect as family. And that's also the time where we spend worshiping and praising our Savior. And that's why I serve ICM. That's why I serve International Care Ministries. It's really loving others because of the, the love that God has shown me and, and showered upon me. It is to share also His gift of love through the blessings that He has given us. So, I was in the United States, 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 I was in the I've always believed that each of us are given unique strengths and gifts and that we are able to share it with people through time, talent, treasure, and truth. I've chosen talent to serve ICM. It's to let people know that there is an organization like them that serve more than 10 million of our countrymen who live on 25 pesos a day. They are called the ultra poor. I 
啊，菲律宾大概有超过一千万的人啊来，啊，咱菲律宾有大概超过一千个万万的人，一日是只那二十五块的利息，最是呃最些是咱的国家内面最低双向的人。And to also share that as an organization, they are unparalleled. In terms of governance and transparency. At the Chigeso Chedaibin, a Gune Taubiento, Sitin Queen, a Guna put Jin U Gehir, Jungalai Pangsan, Joy, Song Yong Nam. And they are God's hands, God's hands and feet to those who God really loves, the poor. In Si Shong De, a car, Gap Chu, we do keep Pangsan. So thank you very much for listening. I pass it on now to my wife, Chris, who will also share. Tosha. Good morning, NMEC. Um, Hanky and I and our family are very humbled to be asked to be here this morning. This is the first time we're sharing our primary calling in public. <laughs> So we just said, yes, Lord. So I, I graduated from a Grace Christian High School where I came to know the Lord. But it wasn't really until my 20s where I lived my faith every day. One of the worst things that happened in my 20s became one of the best things that happened in my walk with God. My first job was a stockbroker, and one day I made a mistake at work and lost a huge amount of money. Money that I didn't have, money that I had yet to earn. I was only 25. I remember it as being one of the lowest points in my life. But what the devil had intended for evil, God worked for good. It was at that point of despair that I surrendered everything that I had to the Lord. I pledged my first fruits to Him, and it was then that I started tithing. Imagine having nothing and tithing, 
Imagine being in debt and tithing. But remember the widow in Mark 12:43, who only had two coins to give to the temple, but it was all she had, and Jesus taught the disciples that her giving was more, worth more than the rich. It is not about the amount we give, but the heart we have behind it. There is a song that goes, What if trials in this life are God's mercies in disguise? Because isn't it always the case that we call on God when we are being tested and tried? Have you ever heard of anyone who committed their lives to God after winning the lottery? God loves you so much that he calls you that he calls you to him by allowing trials in your life so that you will draw near to him. That's how much he loves you. Remember, he had to strike Paul blind for him to call Peter Paul. When I started tithing, it wasn't easy. Especially since I was working to repay back the money I lost. But gradually, I felt less attached to my possessions. We, we are only stewards after all. In Leviticus 25, 23, the Lord says, The land is mine. You reside as foreigners and strangers. We are foreigners and strangers on earth. This is how we should regard property and possessions. They belong to God. They are just on loan to us. We own what we own only for a season. It is God who owns them permanently. Then 
，咱拥有跩物件，其实是上跩是上帝拥有嘅物件。I count it a great privilege to be a steward of God and to be used by Him to bless others. 我感觉是在真荣幸，有开嘅机会，做上帝管家。And that is why ICM is very close to our heart. They help the poorest, the most marginalized sector of our country, so poor that they are nearly invisible to society. So, with that, I will participate in ICM, which is the International Peace Council, because he helps us. 咱个国家做底无钱，做底互人轻视个，因是穷啊，甚至真侪人却无了解、无看到。Imagine one family subsisting on twenty-five pesos a day. You can't even park your car in Mega Mall with that amount. 你想想，一个家庭一日的利息二十五块，看要怎啊生活？那是伫现在伫大明区。So when I am able to share my blessing with ICM, it is like the miracle of the feeding of the five thousand, where God takes what little I give and is able to multiply it to bless so much more families than I will ever know. So I give ICM contribution. 上帝用五块饼、两尾鱼去祝福五千个人。上帝将这个囡仔小块的奉献呢，伫遐该祝福，可以变做真正做，通去啊帮助真侪家庭的人。And more importantly, they would also come to know Christ as His kingdom is glorified through ICM. 更加重要，借着这样代志，因在送香的家庭。通认捌上帝呢，然后上帝名通伫遐受高举。Thank you so much, NMEC, for for having us. And now, I think we'd like to leave with you a a short video. Uh, it's a, just a short three-minute video. Thank you very much. This is my story. Am I to be left to a life of half a hope, nowhere to go, no place to carve my name? And I don't ask for much, but don't underestimate the simple path that comes from us. Lives when we prevail, and now there's a choice to make. My life is not what I thought it would be. Growing up in a crowded city with open sewers and unsafe streets. One of the earliest memories is my mom and my dad telling me that I have to drop out of school. 
me, who loved learning, the boy who consumed every book he could find, had to stop school because there wasn't enough money. My parents are some of the hardest working people I know, but it was never quite enough. And sometimes the debts grew, or sometimes the meals didn't come. I had dreams of science and physics, of soccer and sports championships, of building a safe, strong home. But I resigned myself to the fact that I would work manually in the fields or on the roads. When ICM gave me and my family a different path, it altered our lives forever. I was privileged to sing and perform, to give a voice to kids like me and share our stories with thousands of people. I graduated college majoring in science education. Then I came to Hong Kong and now I work every day to advocate for ICM's work. When I was just a boy, there was a man I looked up to. His name was Peter Fry. He worked with ICM and he invested in my life. I dreamed that one day I would be like him. And now I am doing the job he did 10 years ago, working to share ICM's story and bring hope. I needed someone to dream with me, to believe in me, to inspire hope and to empower change. And so today, I stand in front of you, the boy who saw no future, in front of CEOs and influential leaders, asking you to do the same, to inspire hope and to empower change for the next boy just like me. My name is Daryl, and this is my story. I often ask myself, can a church change the world? Can one person change the world? Yes, we can. If only our church would come together and partner with organizations like ICM and with business partners like Hanky, Brother Hanky and Sister Christine, we can change the world one at a time. So right now, can I request uh, everyone to please stand? We'll be praying for Brother Hanky and Sister Christine and their family, as well as the ICM team. Okay, I would like to introduce the ICM team. Can you please come in front? Okay, we have Sister Carol and Brother Nando, as well as Sister Wang, Sister Ronaline, Sister Claire, and Brother Ed Nick. Okay, we'll be praying for them. And we'll also ask Brother Hanky and family to please come forward. We'll also be praying for you. Okay, you can extend your hands and we shall be praying for them. Okay. Okay, let us pray. You can extend out your hands to them, okay? Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the life, the testimonies of uh, Brother Hanky and Sister Christine. Father, we believe that it is you who have called them. It is you who have called them to the faith. It is you who have called them to salvation. And it is also you who have journeyed with them through the ups and the lows in their life. And Lord, we know that you have allowed them to go through the deepest, the lowest point in their life 
so that you can draw them closer to you because we know that there is no such thing as coincidence in your plan. Everything you allowed in our life is for your purpose and for your glory. So Lord, we thank you for the work that you have done in Brother Hanky and Sister Christine and in their family. Lord, thank you for how they've been using their business uh, to bless others. And I just pray that your blessings will continue to be upon them uh, so that they can have more to even share to others. Lord, may you continue to be with them in their journey of faith that as they grow and as they serve you, that they may find greater joy in their life and as a family. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And now let us pray for ICM. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for these workers, these servants who have been working through ICM to serve you. Father, we know that it is difficult for us to see, to minister to people who have so little compared to us who have so much. And many times, it saddens our heart to see such stories. But Lord, this is not only an emotion. It is not only a feeling that you want us to feel sorry for them. It does not just end there. And we thank you for this dedicated staff of ICM, for how they've committed themselves not only to live the living standards of those who are ultra poor, but also to share your good news to them. Because we know that ultimately, it is God's word that can change people's lives. It is you that can transform the hearts and the minds of people. So Lord, I thank you for this team, for how you have been using them to bring your gospel, your good news to those who needed them the most. And I pray for your blessings upon each one of them, that as they serve you, that you will find greater fulfillment in what they do. That as they minister, may you give them the strength, may you give them the wisdom, may you give them the good health to continue their work for you. Lord, may you bless them and their families. And I pray that you will also prosper the work of ICM, that they will continue to reach more and more of our brothers and sisters, and that through them, they will also come to know you. Father, as a church, may we come together and partner with them, that together we can change the world one person at a time. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Let's give them again a round of applause. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Please be seated. Okay, since this is our missions month, there are several practical ways that you can take part in our missions. Uh, one, you can give away gospel tracts. I have shared this last week. There are Filipino and English gospel tracts that you can get at the lobby outside our sanctuary. You can give at least to one person each day that you come across. 
for the next 30 days. Number two, you can write letters of hope to encourage the inmates of Correctional Institution for Women. Though we cannot personally minister to them in prison because of the COVID situation, we can reach out to these inmates by writing to them about God's love and giving them hope. If you are interested, you can see Pastor Milen or you can see me and we will connect you to an inmate. Number three, uh, you can encourage our mission workers. Next week, Reverend Dr. Benavides from the Mindoro Mission Team will be sharing with us his ministry among the Mangyan people group. So please be here. Number four, you can use your business for God's kingdom purposes in the same way that Brother Hanky and Sister Christine has partnered, have partnered with God in missions through their business. Number five, you can pray for our missionary partners, our mission agencies, parachurch organizations, and our church plants in Biri, Northern Samar, in Bulacan, and in the Kamanaba area. Number six, you can join us in giving. We are focused, uh, you can join us in going first. Uh, we are focused on strategic missions so that the unreached and the least rich people's groups will have the opportunity to hear the gospel. This November, God willing, we'll be conducting a leadership training and equipping of pastors and church leaders in Pakistan and Bhutan. Or you can take part in our mission trips to our church plants in Northern Samar or visit some of the ultra-poor communities and churches in the Visayas and Mindanao in partnership with ICM. Number seven, you can give without your resources. We cannot do what we do. We cannot support missionaries. We cannot plant churches. We cannot give out relief or medicines to the poor. Now, in front of you, we have placed envelopes for our mission fund. If you wish to give for this purpose, you can place your offering in the envelope and put it in our offertory boxes outside the main sanctuary. Our goal for this year is to raise 3 million pesos. Okay, next, our women's ministry will meet this Tuesday, August 16 at 8 p.m. via Zoom. Sister Nancy So Chan will be sharing on self-control. We'll continue to implement our health and safety protocols for the time being. If you have fever, cough, or colds, we advise you to stay at home and worship with us through live stream. For the safety of our Sunday school kids who are mostly unvaccinated, reminder for the parents and the yayas to bring their vax cards or to have a copy on their cell phones. As one body, we have to care for the safety and the welfare of everyone, most especially the weaker members of our body. We are doing this not only for ourselves, but to show that we care. If you want to know more about Jesus Christ, or you want someone to pray for you, or you want to be a part of a discipleship group, you can contact any of our pastoral team members after the worship service, and we will be there to pray for you or to answer your questions. Right now, we would like to welcome any first-time attendees in our midst. 
Any first-time attendees, please rise to be recognized. Okay. If there are none, can I request everyone to please stand for the benediction? May the Lord bless and keep you. May His face continue to shine upon you and may He be gracious to you. May He lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you for worshiping with us, both on-site and online. May the Lord bless your week. Remember, the best is yet to come. See you next week.